Welcome to Coffee with a Couple Cure, where we share practical tips for your relationship before you finish your first cup. Here's Jay and Lori Pyatt. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about can you say it differently? Yeah, it's basically a technique, um, or maybe it's not even technique. It's more of a like something to remember when you're having breakdown conversations or when it seems like you're just not getting anywhere in conversation. Right. Um, so our example comes from watching a couple of people we know. We were going to a restaurant, and one person was – they were asking for directions, but what they were asking for was, where's the parking lot? And they – felt like they were being clear. They, they knew the intent of why they were asking the question, but the answer was the parking lot's right in front of the restaurant. Yeah. And then the person would say, but that's not what, where's the parking lot? And, and so then they would say, it's, it's, right, yeah, it's, it's right there around the restaurant. Yeah. And the person giving the directions had been there before. Right, and I, I guess the other person hadn't. Yeah, at probably least hadn't. hadn't been in a while. Or, yeah, hadn't been there in a while, and so one of the things we noticed was that the person asking for the directions was feeling some anxiety about driving in a big city, and yeah, driving in this area, and then some anxiety about getting into the restaurant, mm-hmm. and and yet they were so kind of impatient with the answer that they couldn't think through what they were truly trying to ask. Yeah. And it was like they were impatient with themselves as well. Like, I I know I should be able to do this differently, and, and they couldn't. Uh-huh. And somehow in this communication, things just continued. It did kind of deteriorate. It was funny because the, the person giving the answer was like it's in, it's around, you know, it's – it's in front of the building. <laughs> the parking lot's in front of the building. And then they were trying to interpret, like, are you are you wondering where the parking spaces are, like where to park? And the person just kept saying, no, where's the parking lot? Right. And what they were asking really was, where's the entrance of the parking lot? Should I go straight and make a left or... Should I turn left and then turn yeah, right turn into the parking into the lot? Parking, yeah. You know, because there was a street. Um, yeah. It was on the corner. So they ended up, I guess, figuring it out. But I thought it was kind of a – it got a little tense there for a bit. It, it got tense, and it was something that, from an outsider's perspective, we could see that that neither one of them really knew how do we change this dynamic. Mm-hmm. And both of them kept kind of escalating yeah. Especially the person who was feeling the anxiety because... Uh-huh. They were assuming, like, you should know what I'm asking. <laughs> right, right. And and, I, and I'm not picking. That happens all the time with Jay and I, so... Yeah. there, And so it's, number one, an opportunity to live in grace or mercy for the other person because... Sometimes their own emotions have them stuck. Mm -hmm. Their own uh, state of mind has them stuck that they they just 
need an answer to something and can't clearly tell you what the question really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be just their state of stress. Right. And so it's, you know, the idea of can you ask it a different way? Number one is to ask the person to use, to take a different approach. Yeah, can you use different words? Right. Can you can you phrase it a different way? Use a different sentence? Yeah. Uh, and if, if you're both ready for it, then it won't necessarily hack the other person off. It's like, okay, I'm not understanding what you're saying, obviously. Can you say it in a different way that I might be able to, like, I really want to answer your question. It's just... We're speaking two different languages right now, or I don't know what, how you're defining things, or mm-hmm. since I can't see into your brain, I don't know exactly what you're talking about. And you know, maybe then we'll be able to take this more calmly, and and you'll get you'll get, you know, one step closer to your answer, the answer you're looking for. Right. Um, there is a, there's the opportunity to for both people to gently navigate this. navigate this yeah get to to be gentle toward both the person who's asking for themselves and for the other person because kind of what i noticed when the person who kept asking the question they were kind of so overwhelmed by their own emotional state and yet they thought they were being very clear. Yeah. They thought those words made sense to them and made sense to everybody else. And I think that's the dangerous assumption is I know what I've said makes sense to me. And when it doesn't make sense to other people, it's because they're not paying attention or they're not mm-hmm. smart or, <laughs> you know, there, there's a lot of things that you can imply in it, but... There's a place to just be patient mm-hmm. and try again or try, here's what my real concern is or here's how, you know, what I'm thinking is I, I don't know how to navigate to the parking lot. Should I turn left or, or go straight? Mm-hmm. And also be like, test our theory. Find out for yourself how often you misspeak. Like it happened just today, Jay was saying something about kilobytes and megabytes, and I'm like, okay, did you mean kilobytes or megabytes? Because you just said kilobytes, and then you you know you changed it different. Um, so like, which one, which one's the download and the up- upload speed? But I I know I've done the same thing. Jay's like, you just said this. Is that what you meant? And I was like, really, you know? And it could be something completely you know, we're going to have hairbrush for dinner or something. <laughs> that I've, gone, I've gone through enough stress in my life where I literally could have said something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not that outrageous, but uh, it's been out there. And so I've learned to kind of be a little more self-aware in that while I, you know, don't get impatient with him because I might have just said we're having hairbrush for dinner. Right. So, yeah. so, you know, check in with yourself if you find that you're missing words, then understand there might be other parts of your communication that you you may not be communicating clearly. Because I know I went through a very long time where I would start a sentence and by the time I finished it, I was already on to something, like thinking something else. So I wasn't necessarily finishing what I was saying. 
or I'd be like, what's the, um, you know, we're going to go to that. Uh, and Jay's like football stadium. Yes. Football stadium. So I went through a long period where my communication was not clear at all, even in my own head. So be aware of your own tendency to, um, to lose your words under stress because that is one of the first things to go right. um, after if we're under a lot of chronic stress or if we've been traumatized yeah. um, we can tend to lose our ability to uh, to speak clearly right and I think I've heard this referred to as mom brain from <laughs> time to time for um, for women who are watching a lot of kids or around their children a lot their use of language, is limited. Mm -hmm. And then when they're trying to think of something more complex, they just don't have the practice mm -hmm. to get there. And mom brain also refers to when a woman's pregnant, um, mm. that the brain nutrition goes to the baby first because they're growing a brain versus trying to sustain a brain. And so there's there can be kind of a fogginess that women go through right. when they're um, when they're pregnant. Yeah. Uh, and, and so this was this was both a, a miscommunication on my part, and yet it was kind of a, um, I, I won't call it a Freudian slip because I think that implies something else, but um, I was trying to say to Lori that that sentence needed an exclamation mark, meaning the exclamation symbol that it's, it's uh, a command phrase, mm -hmm. but what I said was that sentence needs an explanation mark, <laughs> meaning <laughs> a mark that doesn't even exist, but it's one now that I will trademark as the <laughs> J. Pyatt trademarked ex uh, explanation mark that some sentences need in yeah. order for everyone else to understand uh, them better. <laughs> and so that's, I don't know, that might end up being our, our short phrase of, of how we explain this exact dynamic, you know. That needs an explanation mark. Okay, right. so you need me to explain it more clearly. Okay, let me try to you know use different words. Right, and even my running buddies have, especially <laughs> when we were going through our our big breakdowns. One one of the guys would <laughs> basically translate for me because I did have a tendency to jump from one topic to another or a ninety degree turn. Yeah, <laughs> with make, no with no transition. Yeah. Uh, phrases or anything. Yeah. So the, you know, it, relationship is challenging. Mm -hmm. And when you're having a conversation about something that is very meaningful to both of you. It's easy to escalate. It's easy to escalate. It's easy to make assumptions. It's easy to think the other person is just not paying attention mm -hmm. to what's important to you. And again, we, we make another assumption. Oh, you're not paying attention to me now. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to escalate even more mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, maybe you can say that a different way. Maybe, you know, instead of using this word, which keeps causing me to trigger, this one word that you keep mm -hmm. using, I think the, the word Lori um, at one point said it was the word like apartment. If you could stop cool. using, using the word apartment in this sentence and, and come up with something else, I think we'll get further. Yeah, I don't remember the specific word. Yeah. 
and maybe I'm yeah. maybe I'm mis misremembering something as yeah. well, but I think just with our current technology, our current culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just as a side note, our current technology creates ADD in us. Right. Um, and if you're out there researching how to stop your own pain, you know, how to how to find a solution to a problem that's very painful for you, it can create ADD even more quickly. Right. And, you know, again, these topics, because we maybe haven't thought through everything or especially like the conversation that we witnessed. It was something mm-hmm. that was happening in the moment. Mm-hmm. It was anxiety producing for the person asking. And there was a timeline yeah. on the answer. Yep. I need the answer in the next five minutes. Mm-hmm. That reminds me, we, um, was it yesterday? We were going someplace or maybe we watched it. I, oh, we were watching some home videos, and it was when we were out west, and you're like, do we stop? Do we not? Do we stop? Do we not? And, I mean, I, we've been in those situations before where Jay's like, you know, we've got 50 feet to make a decision, and my mind is just like, ah! It, it can't can't work under those, situ- you know, that kind of, uh, kind of time frame. So right. um, just the increased pressure or increased timeline can can throw me personally for a loop and i'm assuming other people too yeah and and i think you know that that situation between me and Lori, i could have just simply pulled over <laughs> yeah and and pulled said, it, yeah just went ahead and turned <laughs> yeah because so if we pulled over and we didn't need to stop it would have wasted a little bit of time, but it would have mm-hmm. taken the pressure off yeah. and would have kept us from going toward breakdown. Yeah. But in the moment, that's really hard to notice, especially when I feel like an anxiety to get us somewhere down the road yeah. in I a certain he, amount of time. I think you said there was somebody behind you at the same time, but it's like, okay, well, let them wait. But that one specifically, it was at the beginning of our healing years. So we were yeah. we were tense all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so a lot of tension. Mm -hmm. So our tip for today is give your relationship an opportunity to thrive by being willing to ask for what you need in a different way Mm -hmm. and to be patient with yourself long enough to figure out what that really is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes What you're trying to say. Yeah, sometimes Mm -hmm. what we need, we're so impatient to get it. We don't think through, how do I say this in a... A different way. A different way, in a healthy way, in a clear way. Mm-hmm. And again, we, we've said this before on other podcasts, that clarity of expectations, that being very specific helps your partner know what how you to need. support you yeah. and yeah, what it is you need. So take the time to think it through. And then if it doesn't make sense, ask for the explanation mark in the <laughs> sentence. Yeah. <laughs> guys well that's our episode for today we'll see you on the next one bye bye